Hey, y'all out there. This is Bo Billingsley, the voice of Jet Black and the Fourth Raikage. You're listening to The Night Nerd. Stay tuned because all kinds of good things will be happening. Welcome to the Night Nerd Podcast. I'm your host, Lance. It's Thursday, so we're going to talk a little bit of history. All week, we've been celebrating Guy Ritchie's latest film, The Gentleman. I'm excited to go see it. Got the tickets. It's, I, I don't know, everything I've heard, early reviews are out. They said it's Guy Ritchie's return to form and what he knows best. Um, can't wait. So, all week, we've been looking at Gentlemen, the League of Extraordinary Gentlemen, um, Gentlemen journal top films gentlemen video games everything and today you know normally we talk history and stuff and i was going to talk about the history of gentlemen but i looked it up and i love history i adore history the history of a gentleman like put me to sleep trying to read about it and things there's some cool stuff from like chaucer and everything um everywhere from like chaucer to robert e lee the, the differing opinions on what a gentleman is and what a gentleman should be. It, that part's kind of cool. But getting to that part, and there's really no way to shorten it down to, you know, like a 10 to 15 minute show. So, yeah, we're not, we're not going to do that. Instead, we're going to look at the history of Guy Ritchie, the man who is directing uh, and wrote this film. Because he's awesome. So, Guy Ritchie was born September 10th, 1968 in Hatfield in um, Hertfordshire. All those British towns, it's like four names put together. And I don't know. But yeah, England. He was the second of two children. His dad was Captain John Ritchie. He was a Seaforth Highlanders serviceman. And an ad guy, because, you know, that's, why not? Um, and then his grandfather was a major who died in France during World War II. Now, his family's actually fairly royal. Like, they're pretty high up there. Um, he has a common ancestor with Catherine, the Duchess of Cambridge, who is married to Prince William. Uh, if you're listening to the show, like when it comes out, the royal family's all over the news right now and stuff. But he also has uh, on one side a pedigree going back to King Edward the First. So his parents, when they got divorced, they remarried like royalty, pretty much. His father's second marriage was to the Baroness Ritchie of Brompton, and. She she was a model, and then she was a conservative politician and everything. Uh, pretty big, especially like in the 80s and 90s. Um, still around, but they were, they were only married for a little bit. Then his mom remarried to Sir Michael Layton, the 11th Baronet of Lawton Park. And even when they, uh, when she was divorced, she was Amber Lady Layton. So, again, that's something that 
especially here in West Texas, I have a hard time following and understanding and seeing all that stuff. But either way, he's, he's got a solid pedigree. He knows, or he, he's related to stuff. Um, he was dyslexic, is dyslexic. And so growing up, had hard times in school, and he was expelled from school at age 15. Reports are kind of varying on that. He says it was because of drugs. His dad said it was because he was skipping class and had a girl in his room. I don't know. But it all worked out because he started directing and things. In uh, 1995, he directed a short film called The Hard Case, which really set the tone for his movies and stuff. And so following that, like in 1998, that's when he teamed up with Matthew Vaughn and people to make Lock, Stock, and Two Smoking Barrels, which kind of invented, reinvented, depending how you look at it, that British gangster class and was amazing. Um, he'd even, he won awards for it, for writing it. Um, he had a spinoff series on TV called Lockstock. Put him on the map instantly. And then 2000, he did Snatch. And this one, he brought in Brad Pitt and Benicio Del Toro. Um, so Lockstock, I should have mentioned, like, that's where we got exposed to Jason Statham and Vinnie Jones, who are now staples of Hollywood. Well... That's because of Lockstock. And it was around this time that he met and married Madonna. And he would direct some of her uh, music video for her and put her in his next film, which was called Swept Away. If you have to skip a Guy Ritchie film, most people um, would say skip King Arthur, no, skip Swept Away. That's because most people don't even remember it. They ignore it. So it's a remake of a 74 Italian film. And, I mean, it is what it is. And that, we'll leave it at that. So after that, uh, about 2005, he made Revolver, which was what it was. You know, that's 2005 Jason Statham. So there were explosions and craziness and everything going on. Not one for the critics, but definitely one to enjoy, show off the surround sound and stuff. Then he would really go back to his roots in 2008 with Rock and Roller. And it was another crime comedy. You had Gerard Butler, Tom Wilkinson, Thandie Newton, Mark Strong, Idris Alba, Tom Hardy. Uh, and this one kind of helped get Tom Hardy's name out there as well, which is, which is cool. And Rock and Roller, again, it's just one of those movies that's just kind of cool. It, it felt like Lockstock and Snatch. Like, okay, he's kind of back to this. Then he would go, um, did some commercials and things. Then he'd make Sherlock Holmes with Robert Downey Jr. and Jude Law. This movie, I was super skeptical, skeptical going into it because Guy Ritchie makes, like, comedy thug movies. And Robert Downey Jr. just kind of started being Iron Man at this time. And Jude Law, I love Jude Law, but I didn't know how he'd do his Dr. Watson. Film worked surprisingly well. Uh, so well that they did a sequel just like two years later, The Game of Shadows. And both did pretty well with critics, did great at the box office. I keep hearing rumors that there's going to be a third one, but 
nobody has has said anything yet, so who knows? I don't know. It was announced in 2012 that he was going to make a version of Treasure Island, but we, we never saw that. Although that year he did make a really cool trailer for Black Ops 2. Not cool enough to get me to buy it because I don't do Call of Duty, but it was still really cool. Then he would do The Man from Uncle, which was fun, um, different. If you watch the show, it was a nice little homage, but nothing, nothing great. Then in 2014, he would make King Arthur. And King Arthur, it's safe to say, it, it bombed real, real bad. It's supposed to set up a whole franchise, but since it did so poorly, they canceled all the sequels. I think they had like three or four lined up, and they canceled all of them. But, so I, so after that, you know, Guy Ritchie's like, okay, what am I going to do? He came in and did the live version of Aladdin that came out last year and made a buttload of money. Which, don't blame the guy, you know, it happened. I I haven't seen Aladdin yet. Um, it's on Disney+. Plus. We need to sit down and watch it. But, again, it was kind of like in Sherlock Holmes. I was just confused and didn't understand why we were making this movie and stuff uh but i've heard really solid things and then he has the gentleman which is what we're talking about this week i'm i'm excited i can't wait we'll see even though over the years his movies have been kind of up and down i i trust the dude and especially if this is going to truly be a back to form i can't wait to see let me know what's your favorite Guy Ritchie movie. Let me know in the comments below here on SoundCloud or on social media, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. We're out there and everywhere. Just look for The Night Nerd. We run on like YouTube and TikTok and stuff. You can email me, nightnerd at thenightnerd.com. But otherwise, that's going to do it for us today. Again, my name is Lance. Thank you all so much for listening, and we'll see you next time.